and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master Wife. And I am Master Joe. And this is episode number 38. That's right. I got a random bit for you, Master Wife. Guess what? Chicken butt. <laughs> As, always. As uh, always. Do you know who is the world champion of Tetris? World hmm. Tetris champion. Who is it? Master Wife. <laughs> You are Why? not. Why you would you lie? I mean, who else? Lies. You are not good at Tetris from what I hear. Whatever. From what I see, rather. <laughs> but no, it is Jonas Neubauer. Jonas Neubauer. I like his last name, Neubauer. It's oh. fun to say. Yeah. It's like Neubauza. Jonas like Neubauza. New power, like Nintendo Power. Jonas Nintendo Power. No, it's uh, Jonas Neubauer. This, so the, the Tetris, it's called the... Um, the classic Tetris World Championship. They were running this thing since 2010. Guess how many times this man has lost? Six years, okay? 2010 to 2016, they already did it there. How many times has this guy lost? From 2016. It's a one-on-one Tetris battle to see who gets the most points. Zero. He has lost one time. Oh, one time. In 2014 to a man named Harry Hong, which is also fun to say. Harry Hong, Harry Hong, Hong, Harry Hong. (laughs) Speaking of names, those are really cool. I guess we could name our future master children potential Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. We're going to name our kid Nintendo? Yeah, or Sonic. You want to name your child Nintendo. Would Sonic be a good girl name? No, no. Well, a girl name? Sonic. Uh, Sonica. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Sonica. I, just, I just feel like you're setting your kid up for failure with a name like Sonic. She's fast. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. All right, well, let's get on to our next segment. Oh, God, my bad. Played the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. The major heart piece of the week. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to go first this time because I don't want you to steal okay. mine, you little thief. Uh, <laughs> you keep stealing it every every week. Uh, so my major heart piece of the week, over the Thanksgiving break, okay, got to go and uh, hang out with the fam like we were saying in our last episode. Uh, it was me, my uh, master wife, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, and my niece. And we were all chilling in Alabama, just maxing out, you know, all cool, shooting some people outside school. And we went uh, roller skating. Roller skating, yeah. Mm-hmm. And went to an actual roller skating rink. It was open on uh, Friday. We went there Friday night. And my niece, I don't know if she's been skating before. I want to say probably she's been ice skating. I want to say she's been once, skating. maybe, yeah. but not the not the most confident roller skater out there. So she's got the little, um, you know, the little little training assister thing it looks like a walker yeah you know like a, walker. like a little old man walker but it's got some wheels it rolls along you, and you skate with it to like you know keep your balance and keep from falling that's a little rolling assistant and so she's using that the whole time but i was out there skating with her and you know she was chasing me and she was getting faster like she was getting really good on the skates so i was just it was just fun to see you know i was out there and i was uh you know helping her to to figure out how to roller skate it was, it was pretty cute. cool I was on my blades, you know. She yeah, had them quad, show them quad pods. Trying to show out. Well, you know, I like to skate backwards from time to time. I like to live dangerously. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But that's my major heart piece of the week, so. Yeah, I was going to say. It's fun being an uncle sometimes. Pigging back. Is that the right word? Piggying? Piggying. Piggying back. I'm going to piggyback on that. Piggyback. There yes. We go. Where did that come from? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to come back to that. Piggyback. Piggyback. Anyway, your major heart piece of the week. My major heart piece of the week is basically while we were hanging out with family down in, at Thanksgiving, we didn't have to cook anything because a lot oh, of our my gosh. family friends yeah, on Master Joe's side 
um, came and cooked about everything for us. So we had like dressing, turkey, pound cake, sweet potato pies. Dad went and bought some key lime pies and everything. It was really good. It was really good. But um, part two of my heart piece is that I actually uh, was responsible for creating the family ice cream. And okay, I did she was responsible for creating the recipe. Yes, of the family ice cream, recreating the recipe, or yes. not recreating. Yeah, we make homemade ice cream. Yeah, homemade ice cream, and uh, she was responsible for because we had a recipe written down. It's like the old recipe, the kind of recipe that's handed down, you know, from generation to generation. It's in this, this shoddy little uh, recipe book that's falling apart, and you know the yeah. words are faded. You can't really read everything, and so we left that at home. And you had to yeah. remember from scratch everything. Yeah, see that everything. visual, and you know, memory? Yeah, I got that from games. <laughs> <laughs> I got it from games. <laughs> from video games. So Straight yeah. out of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was nice. And everyone was like, yay, you did it. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. And um, I know this is kind of a long heart piece segment, but... Master Joe, you should talk about the games we played since we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, what games to play? What games did we actually play? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll close up you the major heart piece of the week. Heart piece of the week! And just talk about the games that we were yeah. that we were playing. But, of course, I hope you folks had a great uh, Thanksgiving break and getting ready to get back into it this week. Uh, and, you know, good stuff, man. Keep spreading that, that good gamer cheer. Uh, so the games that we ended up playing, we played a lot of Yoshi's Woolly World. A yeah. ton of that. We played a lot of uh, Super Mario 3D World. You know, the niece is there, so she's playing. We're playing, though. We played some Mario Kart 8, and uh, we put that puzzle together that we were talking about. Yeah, the, the, uh, the U.S. W- map. Yeah, the U.S. map. So we found, <laughs> we, we remembered that the capital of Iowa is Des Moines, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we're putting the puzzle together. It's yeah. one of those puzzles. You know, cause the United States is a bit weird. You know, you have Alaska, which is way up, and Hawaii, which is way out, you know. Yeah. But it's one of those maps that has it. Uh, tucked in in like the bottom left corner you yeah, know where it's so like it's up like, and here's 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 alaska it's not where it usually goes but we just wanted you to see it because <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. got to fit all this in a map yeah uh and then like hawaii's like tucked in there somewhere too uh yeah, i so, might have to get a world map that would be fun yeah yeah but master we so we put it together kind of in turns i guess yeah uh, me my brother and my niece were like the first leg and we put together i'd say about 40 percent of that puzzle include the border we did the border first, and then we, you know, put some stuff together. Uh, and then we took a break because got a headache. And everyone else, my dad, uh, my sister-in-law, and my wife came in and, and kind of finished it, I guess. So Yeah, it was pretty fun. And then you play some games by yourself as well. Oh, um, I got this. Uh, well, Shovel Knight. And yeah, also I was playing the- Shovel Knight. I don't, I don't know if I want to talk about that one yet. The uh the little thing that I oh, okay I'll save I'll save that mm, mm. for another time. <laughs> it's pretty fun though. Yeah, yeah, but I have something I planned I want to do with that. Oh, okay, but yeah, so it was really cool. But good, good stuff. Uh, if you guys play some cool games with your family, definitely you know shoot us a a line on Twitter, or Instagram, Facebook, something like that, and let us know what you were playing. Yeah, sounds good. So we're gonna get on to our main bit here. Uh, this episode is called Action Adventure Dating. Yeah. Action adventure dating. To and, make uh, your dating more efficient. Yeah, you know, because we're, we're getting into that season now where it, it's kind of, you know, we're going to the holiday parties Love and love's in the air. So uh, we're going to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, you may have a New Year's date. Wow, this is Wind Waker. It's not Wind Waker. Like it kind of. That 
is a little a little diddly uh, by the homie Ben Briggs called You Make Me Feel. It is Zelda. You heard the Zelda motif yeah, in there yeah, from Zelda's Zelda. Lullaby. Okay. This is actually from Ben Briggs. Well, he, it's, it's a song he's made, you know, and it's been up for a little while, but you can it's included on his most recent album, No Restraint. You can check him out at benbriggs.net. It's Ben Briggs with two Gs. B-R-I-G-G-S, awesome. benbriggs.net. Uh, he is, he's one of the homies. Uh, and while we're on the subject of Ben Briggs, uh, that song, You Make Me Feel, it's a, obviously it's kind of like a little love song variation that he did of uh, Legend of Zelda and kind of throwing some different motifs in there. But it's got a lot of original bits too. So you should definitely check that out. It's right there on Big benbriggs.net, You Make Me Feel. Uh, he's part of a community called Tiny Waves. Mm-hmm. And as, as another little plug here, I saw... Uh, thanks to my minions, that they are doing what's called Waves Wednesday. Waves Wednesday. Uh, it's actually going to be this Wednesday, November 30th, from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, at the Geek Easy over in Orlando, Orlando, Florida. They have a really cool... They the have Geek, a Geek Easy? Yeah, the Geek Easy. Why you can, haven't I heard of this? Um, because I don't talk to you as much as I should, I guess. Oh. <laughs> this is in Orlando. Yeah, it's in Orlando. Eh, well, you know, Winter Park, but you no know, one knows where Winter Park is, so you mm-hmm. just say Orlando. Uh, but it's in Florida, South Florida. And yeah, obviously, as you can tell by the name, the Geek Easy is a speakeasy-themed geek thing. Uh, it's, it's a bar? A, it's a bar lounge, you know. Oh, my god! They, they, they play music and things there. A lot of music is good. And Ben Briggs is one of the main, like, you know, hombres. He's, he's the bad hombre We're about to in take charge over there. action-adventure date to the Geek Easy. Yeah, but they're having Absolutely. Wave Wednesdays. Uh, you know, uh, Tiny Waves is a label put together by the homie Ben Briggs and a bunch of other amazing artists. Uh, a lot of the game music that you'll listen to and streams and, and just kind of out and about is, is created by these folks. Um, similar to Game Chops in that in that regard. There's a lot of great, great minds out there. And this particular event is going to feature the homie Ben Briggs, Rune Tooth, uh, our boy IQ, remember IQ, and Polycarp. Uh, so Waves One Day, tune in for that. I don't know if they're going to have a live stream or whatever, but if you want more information, you can check that out at facebook.com slash thegeekeasy, spelled exactly like it sounds, mm-hmm. thegeekeasy. Uh, and you know, let us know what you think about that. We'll be tuning in if there's a stream. So Ben, stream the daggone thing, <laughs> 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 so we can tune in. Sometimes they stream it, but they yeah. catch it. But yeah, I I love that song. It kind of gets into the the main bit of what mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking today. The whole idea of action adventure gaming. So real quick, just kind of the way this came about. Master wife and I were sitting thinking about, oh man, what's a? We always like to figure out what's a problem. You know, like what's a problem uh, in the gaming uh, community and the gaming world. Uh, and like, what's a what's the solution for it? So there's a bar that I go to uh, here in North Car- uh, North Carolina. Lord, <laughs> here in South Florida, wow. <laughs> there's a bar that I go to, and uh, you know it's really cool. It's a, it's a barcade. They have games and stuff. And I go there, and I always notice there's this one guy who will come in with like his group of buds, and he'll come in there, and he'll always have uh, like the past maybe three, four times I've been there, he'll have a girl with him. But it's not the same girl. It's a different girl every time. And so I got, I say, oh, okay, so I see what's going on here. You know, he's, it's date night. You know, he's, he's bringing some chicks in and okay, they're playing Smash and all right, cool. But the girl is never the same. So I assume that that would have to mean that it must not be going too well. You maybe. know what I mean? I mean, if it was maybe. going well, maybe, right? Uh, maybe. Unless they may be friends. Unless but. they're friends, but okay. And if you see if you see a dude macking, you know what macking looks like. You, you know, you ain't going in there nibbling. You, you know, you going for mac and cheese. So oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> if your mac ain't good, you ain't getting no cheese. You feel me? So I, I don't like I like Macs without cheese. Yeah. Uh, so the Harpies podcast is looking for a new co-host. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't like cheese on my Mac. <laughs> what? 
we're talking about food. Or are we still I'm talking about food. Speaking? I was talking we're about talking food. about food. I was talking about burger. How can you have mac without cheese? You realize that's no, I mean not mac and cheese. Noodle. Like the Big Mac from Burger King. We are not on the same page. We're not there. <laughs> we are not the linked Big up. Big Mac. We're not linked up right now. Uh anyway, moving on. The whole point was it doesn't look like the homies uh game is being successful. And that got me thinking. Well, he knows how to play Smash. He's pretty good competitively. I played against him a couple times, 1v1. He knows what he's doing, right? And so he's bringing folks in into an environment that's kind of like this. Uh, it's always on th- It's Thursdays. It's fight night. You know, there's a bunch of competitive gamers go out that night, and they're really just looking to bash each other's heads in because every hour on the hour, you get a free drink. You know, so it's that kind of a crowd. So you're bringing somebody into a competitive, uh, you know, field, and, and you're putting them there. They're getting stomped on in like the first two seconds, and then they're just watching other people play and i'm like well that can't be fun you know unless these people know how to play smash and they know what they're doing like it's just gonna be sitting around watching so maybe this isn't the most successful uh date night template you know what i mean or it, how At to get your first, first date going night, first date otherwise maybe you'd see the same girl coming back maybe some other weeks so the whole the whole concept of that was how can you then as a gamer because we we play games right and we we're really good at them we like what we like about them and sometimes we, we tend to impose that or put that on other people and think that they'll like it as much as we do because mm-hmm. we think it's so great. And that could extend into dates and things like that. So maybe you ask somebody on a date to, um, you know, play mini golf because mm-hmm. you're really great at mini golf. You can mm-hmm. get holes in ones. You're just the best. And so they go out there. Maybe they don't actually like mini golf. They're just being nice. And they said, OK, I'll go. So how can you have a better experience on a date and get some real meaningful interaction mm-hmm. as a gamer? Well, well, I mean, really, it depends on first who you're dating. I mean, if you know, like, for example, the example that Master Joe gave, gave, like if they're like the girl or the guy is really into Smash and they're competitive, then you might have a different outlook on like how much fun they're having. Oh, yeah. And there's some people also that like to watch, you know, that's the rare occasion. Mm -hmm. But, you know, on the first date, you want to get to know that person. Basically, you want to get to know them and you want to interact with them more and not just have them sitting around watching you play um, this game that they may not be able to be involved or you don't have that type of interaction. So yeah. taking it back to games, you're in the exploration phase. Your first date should be about exploring, figuring things out. You can't exploring just go Exploring the mind we're talking about, yeah. not necessarily physically. <laughs> <laughs> I just put that disclaimer. Not exploring the body, exploring the mind and the soul. Uh, you gotta, you gotta make an intellectual connection first off, because you gotta have a foundation to the rest of, you know, your relationship, whether it be friendship or whatever, you gotta have an intellect. Cause if you don't think a person is intellectually interesting, then I mean, how are you supposed to relate to them? You know, how are you supposed to have conversations about Mm -hmm. things, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like important things, you know, uh, you gotta have that intellectual uh, connection. So I was talking about master wife, one idea that you could do as a good way to engage because we want to try to show you guys a better way to engage with folks on that first date which can be kind of challenging Mm -hmm. but it all depends on your activity it's got to be something that you can really engage with them on not just it's not about presentation uh before the episode we were talking about the idea of presentation where obviously on your first date you're never going to present at least not on purpose anything bad to your date you're going to carry yourself in a way that presents yourself in the best light you're going to be polite you're going to say yes you're going to say no some people some people you know i I people don't intentionally you know show their bad like or things that would potentially annoy the other person right yeah sure sure so you know of of course about so if all you're doing is in a date is presenting then it's really not you know 
you're not really learning anything about that person. You just everyone's putting up the same front. Not to say they're a bad person, but you're not really learning anything about them. So take it take an activity like geocaching. What's geocaching? Geocaching is a pretty cool thing I just found out about um, maybe about last month. Think about taking mm-hmm. Master Wife, and it's I don't know a about doing this. <laughs> well, uh, imagine Pokemon Go, but when you get to the spot where you're about to catch the Pokemon, there's an actual Pokeball on the ground, you know, uh, with like a little Pokemon toy inside. That's nerve wracking. What if it's drugs? Well, don't eat it. Don't put it in your mouth. But you found a real thing. Oh my god! <laughs> so the concept of geocaching is you have uh, you have an app companion. It's got all these uh, locations that are in the physical world, okay? And there's a real item being placed at different locations in the world that are tracked through GPS that you can find on an app. So mm-hmm. you, you know, and, and your buddies or your partner or your date or whoever, say you go to the beach, okay? Now there's going to be a bunch of geocaches littered across that beach. Maybe they're in shops. Maybe they're like actually buried somewhere in the sand. Or maybe they're like up in a palm tree somewhere. We're in Florida. Bite me. Uh, <laughs> we got palm trees. Lots of them. So you go around. You use the app. You find the thing. And then you got to figure out how do I get this thing? If it's buried underground and it's saying it's there, you got to dig for it. Well, you're going to dig with your hands. You're going to get like a tool or something. If it's up in a tree, how are you going to get that? You're going to climb up there. You're going to throw something at it. You know, what are you going to do? So you get the item, you see it, you have the physical kind of tangible satisfaction of finding a thing, right, together, that you work together. And what that does is work. Mm -hmm. It's a work element Mm -hmm. where you and another person have to use your brains to to, you know, mentally contribute to something for the collective, uh, for, for the common good of achieving whatever that thing is. I have a question. So who placed these items there? Uh, the Illuminati. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. The that's, company that started kinda it. That's kind of creepy. Well, you know, it's, it's like notes or um, little heirlooms. I mean, you put them back. You find them. You rehide them. Oh. You know, and then okay. other people find them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's like that game we played. Um, the What's it called? Sneaky Cards. Yes. Some of the cards you have to like hide them somewhere. Well, kind of. I played it with my employees anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so something like that. An activity that enables you to have to contribute something uh, besides just information. Because even your information could be part of your presentation, right? But it has to. you have to contribute a part of yourself. Either mental contribution, uh, you know, or, or spiritual contribution, intellectual contribution. Mm-hmm. Something that gives you an insight into what the other person's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, um, and also you don't want to choose games that will potentially turn the person's view to a negative side of you, like uh, playing things like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, like on a date? Yeah, on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. But like, you you don't know the person yet. So, I mean, you want to be open and honest and everything, but like going Grand Theft Auto, picking up a prostitute or driving over a million like cops and using a Uzi and like, uh, that's not the best first impression. Yeah, yeah, it could be weird. It could be weird. Plus you got all the racial things in Grand Theft Auto and... Yeah, that too. You know. So <laughs> you just have to be careful, Maybe I guess. Maybe you stay away from that one. Yeah. Stay Maybe away that's from not that. a dating activity. Maybe yeah. it is. Maybe. Probably not. But maybe. Depends on the person. It just Person. depends. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, but at any rate, an activity, and even if you're doing that, I mean, what are you going to find out, you know, about yeah, a person playing Grand Theft Auto? Or like Madden Stimulation. That's another game that you may not get too much out of it. Like Madden or NBA. Well, yeah, I mean, you'll get as much out of it as you would from watching a, like, watching a game. Yeah, and right. And if you already know the person likes games, then, I mean, watching a game isn't going to help you learn anything about them meaningful. You'll just yeah. learn how much they're into games. Yeah. Right. Like if they're a diehard 
paint my face type fan or not. <laughs> or just like a I'm here for the wings fan. Right, right. Or you may not have that interaction with them because they're not really invested in that type of gaming. Right. Too. So again, if you're if you're choosing a game, right, what's a game that we can play that is intellectually challenging that we have to then contribute something from our from our intellect or from our, our well, mental brain capacity. age. Well, okay, yeah, brain age. Yeah. <laughs> you can find out how intellectual that person is. Not necessarily, but their memorization. Yeah. That's Maybe true. I should have played that game with you, Master Joe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would have found out how bad from what your I can remember is. from what I can remember, you weren't very good at the trains. I'm not really directional like good <laughs> Dire- at directions. <laughs> I'm not really good at directions, but you know that, kinda. This is true. Like for my left from right, I'm good at following directions, but my left from right, yeah. I am bad at that, which is was proven <laughs> in brain age. So there is some correlation between how a person may, you know, um, encounter different things, right? Right. right. I learned to uh, clinch, clinch my, my car seat if I'm ever riding in the car and Master Wife needs to take a right and turns <laughs> yeah, left instead. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shoot. Ah, I gotta go to the, the right. The light's red. You can't turn there. Uh, but yeah, you know, the brain, that's a good example. Uh, it's head to head though, so maybe not. Eh, you know, it kind of depends. That's why you have to kind of mo- morph into this role of action adventure dating, right? Mm-hmm. So this is where this comes in. Say you have, uh, you know, a, a, it's because it's a genre. It's a genre of dating, mm-hmm. and in this genre of dating, it focuses on action, right? Something mm-hmm. you have to actually do. Yeah. And then the adventure part is discovering something about your date. Yeah. So you know, again, with the geocaching, the action is going out and finding the thing. And then you kind of discover in the f- in the journey of trying to find something that's the adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, s- take another take another. And during while geocaching or those type of games, you may begin to talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you can you can actually ask questions instead of being focused on the game, but mm-hmm. you on the journey to get to wherever, whatever item you're trying to get exactly. at the location. So. Yeah. Uh, it, we were talking about Benjamin Briggs and the Waves Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, say you take someone who, who like, let's say they're a gaming enthusiast, right? Yeah. But you don't know what games they play. You don't know much about them. You mm-hmm. just know they're a gaming enthusiast. Maybe you take them to a Waves Wednesday, you know? You go and you listen to some music. It's not all, uh, you know, nerd music or video game music. There's some hip-hop in there. There's some anime in there. So is there some other elements that are pushed together? So then you learn, okay, this person like these, this, this type of music. They like this type of music. Uh, they don't like that type of music as much. We had a really cool conversation about this type of music, which led to this other thing. You know, yeah. so it, and even with that, um, when you're listening to the music, they may like use like we were just listening to the music by Ben Briggs. It had some Zelda element and mm-hmm. I kind of knew and that kind of you can open it up to conversation with that person. Oh, you like do you like Zelda or like I like Zelda, too. Or why do you like it? You know, yeah, those type of things. Lead. Yeah, that's right. a good lead. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. So that start things that start a conversation are always good. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. He, and, and we bring that up, like, for example, I'll go back to the Smash example. The only conversation that you can really have with a person uh, playing Smash, assuming that the, that the date, right, assuming the date doesn't really play Smash or doesn't know much about it, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, I'll extend that out to, like, Street Fighter, like, fighting games. Like, okay, they can button mash, which is what most people do. That's what I do. And you can mostly button mash and take but, like, you more can't, than Smash, though. Right, but you can't talk to them about footsies or, like, you know, if you're playing melee, wave dashing or like, you know, tech or regrab the ledge or, you know, frames. You can't really communicate with them in that type of way. So the only thing you're going to try to do is think, OK, how do I talk to them about Smash? All right. Let me let me like 
And then you're just focusing so hard on trying to talk to them about the thing rather than talking yeah. to them. I don't know. To maybe. figure out something about themselves. Maybe. Like, maybe for Smash. But in the atmosphere, I feel like no matter how, like, inexperienced you are as a gamer, and this was brought up in that date report uh, article that presented different games that would be good for, like, couples or dates. It said that games like Tekken, Soul Calibur, uh, Street Fighter, those games can be used even for the inexperienced players because mm-hmm. you can smash uh you can like smash buttons or whatever and it's not so much of the interaction it's just the being able to continuously be involved in the game and potentially have a chance to be on the level or fight the person that you're interacting with yeah like, i know there's many times i beat master joe so wow you just had to bring that up well to that to that uh to that angle i would say in my opinion that works a lot better if both people are on the same playing field like, if I'm a Street Fighter master and you're a button masher, there's always, like, a, there's always uh, opportunity for, like, an ounce of tension to kind of come in there. Because mm-hmm. either I'm going to just, like, tone my play back so much where I'm going to pretend to have fun or I'm going to, you know, you know, do something or whatever. Maybe you'll pick up on the fact that I'm, I'm dumbing it down and, like, oh, well, you know, psh, psh. It just it's easier if you're on the same playing field because then you can both go at it with all you've got and you both invest, right? And then you have as much fun as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, it depends on the person. That's my opinion about it. Yeah, it depends you know? on the person. Just like Warcraft, World of Warcraft, or getting into those um, open world games. What? You wouldn't want to play it. You wouldn't want to introduce that type of game. No. <laughs> on your first date. I'm just saying. No. I, what? Yes. <laughs> what? I mean, only if both people are like have a subscription and ready to go. Like, I mean, you got to buy into that. I mean, like that or like uh, what's the other game that you used to make me play? I mean, I still play on I my never own. made you play Warcraft. No, not Warcraft. Um, Dang. I can't think of the game. The PC game. It's a PC game. Yes. SE Tuesdays. Starcraft? Starcraft. Sorry. Well, you... You wouldn't make me play it on the first date. So you wouldn't introduce your person on the first date unless they were like a StarCraft player or yeah. a World of Warcraft player. Okay. I mean... Because... It's complicated. It is complicated. complicated. So you wouldn't want to play that game. Yeah, however, the learning curve on However, that is- in some cases, interacting with the person through that type of medium, if you know they play that game already, is perfectly fine because we know two people who are married and they play an open world game. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit different than what we're talking about. But yes. But it's still, they met on their first date was through that open gaming. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and they can, because, okay. If, well, again, that comes back to playing at the same level. When you're at the same level, you can, you're at the same intellectual level about a thing. So if you're a seasoned World of Warcraft player, like our friends were, they can connect mm-hmm. on that seasoned World of Warcraft gamers intellectual level. Where if you are a super, you know, if you're a Street Fighter Five noob like me, who doesn't know how to do a forward kick or a Hadouken, legit <laughs> don't know, <laughs> then I can connect with another person and relate to another person who also doesn't know and not feel, you know, uh, silly for not knowing. I know, okay? I know a whole bunch about Tekken and uh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur I could play. I could do that. Okay, I'm gonna have to try you. We're gonna have a challenge, <laughs> Master Joe, Master Wife, Soul Calibur. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know. Okay. So I want to come back to the activities, yes. things that you know kind of engage people. I know we've talked about puzzles on this on this cast a lot, and puzzles may or may not be a thing you want to do with somebody as a first date because it's. I mean, where are you gonna do a puzzle? It takes a long time. You're Generally, talking about you need to do tabletop that at home. puzzles. 
Yeah, what? a tabletop puzzle. Because Tekken, I mean, no, not like Tekken, a, but like an actual, like a 300, you know, 250 mm-hmm. uh, puzzle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a real, puzzling, from what I've, you know, re-found out puzzling with the family, is a super engaging activity. It doesn't seem like it is if you're just looking at it, you know, but when you're actually putting a puzzle together, the amount of brain cells you're using to try so to figure out where things go. puzzling wouldn't be good? Or no, puzzling would be, would be great. Oh. It's just, it's just puzzling is a bit more intimate of an activity. So like as a first date, I might not want to invite someone over my house to, to build a puzzle. Maybe there's like a common space where we can go I mean, to. I feel like those long games, I mean, you wouldn't want to choose a thousand puzzle yeah, board a, unless a, you a think unless you think you're going to be able to finish it because they may not come back on the second yeah. date but like a short puzzle may work yeah um, it, well it's just be the, able to talk more. it's just the concept of inviting someone to your house on the first yeah. date. maybe for some people it's okay for other people maybe that's a little bit too quick. yeah or you could take the puzzle to the coffee shop or yeah something you solve like, it you know. by trying to go to a common yeah you know place yeah but um you know, when you're working to get like, you know, me and my niece, we're, we're putting the puzzles together. She's asking me, what do you need, Uncle Joe? Do you, do you need this piece? Do you need, I can go find it for you. Do you need this piece? Do you need these pieces? That, that's actually really helpful in a puzzle, you know, because you're trying to think so hard about what do I need? I need the piece that says Des Moines. I can't find it. Mm-hmm. And you have two people looking for the same thing. It's a lot easier. And it's a cooperative activity. Mm-hmm. You can kind of find out how well you problem solve together. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that, it's a, it's a, you know, very low intensity conflict putting a puzzle together. Uh, but on the other end of that, you can find out really quickly if you don't have patience, <laughs> if the other person doesn't have patience, which is very important in a relationship. Good Lord, patience, communication skills. Uh, you know, if they're a pleasure to work with, if they kind of have a short temper when they get, do they get agitated quickly? Do they mm-hmm. handle stress bad? You can find all that out doing a puzzle. Yeah. And those are like actual things. Yeah, that and you that goes know into about like person. tabletop games as well. Right, because a relationship, but this is the holistic relationship podcast, right? I mean, we're, we're talking about dating and obviously we're trying to give you guys some tips as far as how to do it and what to do and maybe some other ways to look at it. But when you think about it, if you're really trying to make a really good relationship, it is way more invested in the intellectual and the mental and kind of the, the soul capacity of a person than their outwardly appearance or their physical stature. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's where most people try to focus on is, oh, do they look good? They fine. You know, they, they, I like their eyes. Like all that stuff is important. Sure. There's attraction. We're not going to deny that. Mm-hmm. But that only goes so far mm-hmm. is what we call the 80 20 rule. Uh, it doesn't it's, it's like when you when you're mad at that person and like. It, you, their appearance is not going to mean anything to right. you when yeah. you're mad at that person. So what are the other things that that person brings right. to your relationship? Physical attraction uh, is about 20%. Everything else is in the 80. And of course, we're just talking about the first dating. Of course, you're not going to find out everything from the first date because no matter how many games you play, video games you play or tabletop games, you may not find out fully um, about a person is going to take a little bit of time. Sure, you know? yeah, absolutely. But at least if you're if you're in the situation, like I think my homeboy at the bar is, where you're just going through these dates and you know you got a different person every time, doesn't seem to be sticking, nothing seems to be sticking, then maybe you know you need to change your approach and change your thought process from just you know speed dating, I would say, to action adventure dating and really yes. thinking about what it is you need to know about a person to have a successful date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So. Our final points are like to to find out potentially what that person likes too as well before you even go into video games. Yeah, you got to have some kind of conversation before you even get to the point you're going to ask them out for a date. 
Yeah, like uh, especially if you want to incorporate video games into the dating atmosphere, are they? Do they like puzzles? Are oh, they one more. I wanted to add. I just thought about. So, um, Master Wife and I, we we like music, right? We're talking about the music. We did Tiny uh, Tiny Waves, Waves Wednesday. There are plenty of music events that happen, you know, big ones that are video game related. You got video games live. You got the Zelda Symphony Orchestra. You got events like these things, okay? And they don't cost a whole, whole bunch. Not for, you know, you know cheap seats, okay? You don't got to spend a lot. But maybe one of those is rolling into town. That's another really low-intensity, uh, you know, kind of first date event that you can go to that hits a wide range of different mm-hmm. games. I mean, Video Games Live, they covered everything from Final Fantasy to Tetris and back. I mean, you know, uh, Halo, the whole nine. Uh and you can have conversations about what each of those songs, the memories that it brings up for you as you remember, you know, playing those games or being around people that were playing those games. So, you know, that's another event maybe some people don't really think of. But, yeah, if there's something coming up in town, you should keep that in mind, too. Mm-hmm. So, as I was saying, like, the points you want to make is first find out what that person likes. Like we said in during our last episode, you want to find out what that person, what type of video games or tabletop games or anything that that person may be into. They may be into music, so you guys could play Guitar Hero together as a co-op game or Rhythm Heaven is pretty good as a co-op game to play with another person. Just have a good time and have fun and relax and get to know each other and Rhythm joke Heaven with each really other. Yeah. Um, uh, is that person a puzzle person? Like we talked about Tetris. Uh, any other type of puzzle thinking game like Brain Age Academy is pretty fun. Any Nintendo game. People love Yoshi, Mario Kart. <laughs> the person may be very competitive. You never know. And that may make you guys come together, I mean, as a, you know, extenuate your relationship. They always say tension is really good in a relationship. <laughs> no, to a degree. Yeah, to, to a degree. degree. Like competitiveness. You do have tension isn't always a bad thing. Tension by definition just means a force, something pulling. Yes. You know? You don't want to be dragging somebody. It can add excitement to the relationship. You want to be, you want to, you know, kind of be pulling a little bit on each other. Yeah, you want to make each other better. So without ripping each other in half. Yes. Just a little light you, tug. And playing those Let competitive you know, hey, games, you can I'm find here. how <laughs> things you don't want to say to your significant other. Oh God. <laughs> here we go. Uh, but uh, and also, okay, so those are you want to find out about the person. Secondly. You want to, you know, do your research on different co-op games that would be potentially great to play with your significant other. I know. Not even games. Sometimes just activities. Yeah, just activities. I know today, like, the gaming industry is moving away from, like, couch gaming. But um, we've talked about in previous episodes how to make those games that aren't really co-op into co-op games you can play. Mm -hmm. Um, So go check out our previous episodes. But then also remember, it's not all about gaming, you know. Yeah. There's, There's more to people. There's more to There's people. more to you. Yeah. Yeah, even though the stereotype is a video game or gamers are just about games. Yeah, no, there's, there's, a, a, there's a lot more. I mean, that's a, a big part for sure. That's why we do this podcast. But you got to tap into those other things too. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that kind of in future episodes. But yeah, even if it's a, a non-overly you know overly gaming-related activity, you can still have a game-related conversation about it. Yeah. And, like, this doesn't relate to every single person. Every couple or every date is very unique. So you may have a World of Warcraft person that is – or a person that's into World of Warcraft just like you are, and you can just go out and play the first date, and it'll be fine. So Mm -hmm. we're not relating that to every situation. But you do need to use those experiences, whatever medium that you use for your dates, video game medium, 
you need to find out more about that person. Or, I mean, hey, here's an example. You got cosplayers. Maybe you're making a World of Warcraft cosplay and you invite somebody over to help you. Yeah, maybe they right. don't know anything about World of Warcraft, but maybe they do like cosplay. Yep, right. So find out what they find out what they like and fit it into your niche so you can flourish <laughs> like a butterfly. Flourish like a butterfly. I don't know. Like a great fairy. Into your niche? <laughs> like a great fairy. I believe I believe in you, Master Wife. I uh in Master Wife we trust. Well, that's going to bring us to the close of our main bit. And now we're going to get into our gaming bits. Time for the Bust a Doodle. Bust a Doodle. If you, I hope you guys had an opportunity to go to theheartpiecepodcast.com for episode number uh, 37 and see our amazing uh, renditions of Mario Power Stars. Master Wife drew one from Super Mario 64, and I tried to draw one from Super Mario Sunshine. We both failed miserably, and uh, our drawings are terrible. So we're going to do it again <laughs> because that's, it's fun. that's how we do things here at the Heart Beast Podcast. So this time we're making it a little bit simpler for everybody, get you a little bit more prepared. If you got that pen and paper or your iPad and stylus or whatever the heck you draw with, then go ahead and whip that out. Uh, we're going to take 30 seconds on the clock to uh, make a drawing of one of these five things. We have these five things that we pre-selected and put them into the randomizer here. So yeah, here's and I'll try to draw good as our cat has just took a dump. But um, awesome, yeah, this lovely. The love is in the air. It's fantastic. So maybe I'll have superpowers and draw something amazing. This is great. Um, <laughs> so it will either be Yoshi, Nathan Drake, Sonic the Hedgehog, or Sanic, as he is known in the internet world, Pac-Man, or an N64 controller. Yes, that weird Bowser Claw controller. So, perfect. Let me get uh, 30 seconds on the clock here. It's going to be one of these five things. All right, clock set. Let's uh, figure out what we're going to be drawing. Randomizer. Randomize. And it's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, my gosh. No, I didn't really want to draw Sonic. Even though I picked him, this is going to be really bad. Sonic the Hedgehog, ladies and gentlemen. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. back in the 80s. Your best Sonic the Hedgehog drawing. Is it time to get? In 30 seconds, your time starts right now. Oh, God, this is going to be bad. Really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Hold on, how many seconds we have? Crap. <laughs> I am not an artist. This is why you would never take me on a date. Five for seconds. Artistry. Oh, crap. Four, three, two, <laughs> one. Stop. <laughs> Pencils down. Stop drawing. Okay. Busted doodle number two. Alrighty. Please you, don't judge me for this. Please. Uh, okay, so we're, we're going to take a look at these in just a second. But first, if you would like to send us your doodle, we would love to see it. Just hit us up on social media at um, handle HP Podcast using the hashtag bust a doodle. Bust a doodle and send us your doodles. Uh, we promise we won't bust you uh, if you don't bust us anyway. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. On three, let's, let's show each other. Ready? One, two. two. Three. Three. Oh okay. my gosh! Why did you have a? Oh, poke, you you actually drew a body. A poke, <laughs> Pinocchio nose. Like what the world? 
<laughs> you actually drew a body. That's how a, many times Sonic lies? That's impressive. Yay! <laughs> I drew I drew a body. Now that's that's fitters. the only good thing about Whatever. it. Whatever. You drew These a body. You even weird. you drew the belly, which is which is uh, you remembered the belly. Yes, I remember the belly. I saw that belly. And you have uh, you have remember. four four spiky hairs. I only have three. Yeah, I was gonna draw three, but I. <laughs> made a mistake and so i draw the extra one no i notice here in your drawing that we have the same smiley face that carried over from the power <laughs> star uh it's very consistent in its marks <laughs> yeah uh one of sonic's arms <laughs> is disconnected and he is lacking a hand on the disconnected arm i was seems gonna to draw the hands but seems to be falling off his uh his legs and feet are essentially lowercase b's <laughs> uh so that's that's you only have a head and your <laughs> head is not what is this? Like his teeth. I'm trying to do that. You know how he is in in uh, Sonic Adventure Battle 2? He's kind of got that half-cocked smile and his I nose guess. is elongated. Like Pinocchio. Like how many lies have Sonic toed? That's what your drawing reminds me of. I'm going to I'm going to look this up and see. Oh, yeah, no. I I didn't do it right. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot to draw ears. He's got ears, ears in my version. Uh, yeah, ears in your version. And I was thinking about new. Sonic. I don't know what version you d- you draw. Uh, you, you drew Sanic. You you did it. You you drew Sanic the Hedgehog. Sanic. Sanic. Mm. Sanic the Hedgehog. That's that's who you drew. <laughs> I drew Pinocchio, the fastest hedgehog alive. Wow! <laughs> so, congratulations. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! doodle This game is fun. All right, cool. Send us your doodles. Hashtag Bustadoodle. Uh, handle HP Podcast. Handle is the word for the little at symbol I found. Mm-hmm. It's the handle, social media oh. handle. Anyway, HP Podcast. Send us your stuff, man. Uh, we'd love yeah, to love send to us check your that stuff. out. And that's gonna do it for our episode. This has been episode number thirty-eight, Action Adventure Dating with your host, Master Wife and Master Joe. So fancy that. Speaking of social media, you know we have one hundred and twenty-three followers on Twitter. Awesome. I didn't know when we when we broke a hundred, but but, yeah. uh, but hey, thanks to all you folks who are actually picking this up this is great uh we're, we're gonna be you know kicking out more episodes on a regular schedule hope you all have been enjoying that uh we had our last one come out on thanksgiving day uh planned to have it out a little bit earlier but with the travel and everything you know but at least wanted to have it out by thanksgiving mm-hmm. another episode will be coming to you next week so make sure you tune in for that and follow us on all those all those things of course as always you can listen to our podcast on soundcloud on twitter on twitter on stitcher <laughs> on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, and heartpeacepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, yeah, and Instagram. Yeah, we have that too. And Facebook. There's there's things. Anyway, it's all good. Cool. Well, then, until next time, Master Wife. Peace out, heart pieces. Peace out, heart pieces.